I think so. Steve, I think with that, can I get my windshield wiper? There it is. The nice simple one. For those of you yeah. that listened last time, we got it, it whittled down from the the hurricane windshield wiper sound effect that it was. In a weird way, I kind of miss it. And in a weird way, I also kind of don't. Um, all right. So the next thing I, I want to talk about with you, uh, this is a big week for international games in the city and for the entire country. The Hawks are in Abu Dhabi and they will play the Bucks on Thursday when this podcast episode drops. Um, interesting decision there. I, I, I'm not too familiar with the global outreach reasoning behind why that's something that we'll definitely talk to Hawk CEO, Steve Coonan about on Dukes and Bell the next time he joins, uh, which I'm excited to hear about. Um, you know, the NBA, we obviously know global, they have ties to different countries all around the world in Europe and in Asia. Um, Abu Dhabi's probably just another place they're trying to, you know, extend another tentacle, so to speak of, their outreach, which is cool. So the Hawks are going to be playing there. And then for the first time ever, this here's your stat of the day. Um, I'm not going to steal the Dan Patrick or the Dan Lebetard stat of the day song, but I'm tempted to. That's good because um, we don't have it on hand. No. So uh, this will be the first week ever for London that heading into the game, the two teams have winning records. How about wow. That? I guess that's what happens when you send, you know, before this season, the Jaguars and these kind of terrible teams over there. So here's the question. And this is actually a question since I'm filling in for uh, Bo Morgan today on Dukes and Bell on today being Wednesday. This episode will drop on Thursday. Um, then I'm going to ask the guys. Yes or no. Week one kickoff the year 2030. We will have an international NFL team. I still have to say no. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I logistically, I don't think that they can make it work on a week to week basis of having teams go over there and working it into their travel schedule. Essentially. I don't think that you can find free agents that are willing to sign with an international team. I, you know, unless that team is in like Canada, you already have that obviously in baseball and basketball, right? And hockey, obviously, but in, in the NFL, if that's the goal to have a team over there, I, I do not think that that's possible. Because by twenty yeah, yeah, ever gonna, or by twenty thirty, ever is my opinion. Wow, trying to, ever. Trying to deal okay. with the, the conversion rate of the what do they use over there? The pound, the pound, to the think, dollar, yeah. all that kind of stuff fact factors into the the logistics of having a team over there, and I, I just don't. You don't think they'd incentivize it, it though to make it all work out because of how much money would be involved. Maybe, but I, I think, you know, telling a, even telling a draft pick, you know, coming out of Georgia, you draft Jordan Davis and you tell him, Hey, your whole life has been, grew up in North Carolina. You went to Athens to play college football, have right. fun, you know, across the pond, mate. You know, that's a, I, I don't well, know. That's that's gonna work. We're, we're hitting timeout. <laughs> what, what, what was that accent you just did there? Let me get that over time. I fly British one. I don't think. Yeah, that sounded, sounded a little bit more Australian than British. I think it did. We're going to throw a couple shorts on the bobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if the NFL's going to Australia. <laughs> Live from New Zealand. This is Ian Eagle for CBS. 
Hey, that's another part of it. You have to find a broadcast team also that's willing to go over there every single week. So, you know, I, I, think, well, I think all those things being said, I don't think it happens. You know, I'm going to say it does. I'm going to say they just find a way. Why? There's just too much money. I, I think you, you just mentioned a broadcast partner, Amazon or, you know, so, whoever, Netflix, Hulu. They are printing money hand over fist. And the next frontier, which is something we've talked about on this podcast, is the digital streaming space for sports. It's The kinks are being worked out right now in real time as we speak. With Thursday night football, which I've had my issues with, with you know breaking into the Aaron Judge home run chase, digitally cutting off college football games, you know all the different ACC network and SEC network. So I think all as all of these things get worked out in real time, it's going to open up more avenues for stuff like teams to be housed and broadcast from other places outside of the U.S. Um, it's a team like the Jaguars, which has pretty much been the pseudo home team for the London games as long as they've been going on now. You know, if their attendance sucks for the next five years in a row, that gives them, if the deadline's 2030, three years to figure it out. So, yeah, talk about an incentive to try to get better quickly. Right. And, you know, there's the, the ownership group and, you know, everyone out there. I, I just think – for the, for the NFL, it just makes too much sense. It's it's we've completely cornered the market on sports in the United States. So what's next? We got to figure out a way to make it global. Because right now the global game is, and I think forever always will be soccer. I don't think there's a way for. I think there's just too much history behind it for the NFL to ever get in the same ballpark, pardon the pun, as soccer. But there's definitely room to make it a number two that'll never be touched. And we're witnessing the infancy stages of that right now. I, I think right now, you know, and if you're ranking it, soccer would be number one. I think baseball could be number two. I think that's a sport that seems to transcend, you know, boundaries yeah. as far as countries yeah. go. But yeah, I, the NFL gets its way. So I think you have a great point in saying that because when the NFL wants to do something, they'll do it, whether or not people agree with it. Right. I just, I do again, find it difficult to, to think that you could attract players to go to those teams and having organizations communicate with that franchise. How many guys are going to waive no trade clauses if they get shipped off to London? Not many, or again, right. free agents trying to sign there. So I think they would be at a huge competitive disadvantage, which if the NFL wants a product over there, they want it to be a good product. For they sure. Should. But here's like, what if the NFL says, all right, for everyone who gets drafted to the inaugural, uh, let's say they move a fan base, they move a team and they create a team. So it's the best. London so, clock towers. Right. Exactly. Or the London big Benz or whatever the hell it's going to be. There we go. Yeah. Um, the London fish and chips. Um, <laughs> so let's say they have the inaugural NFL London draft and they, they tell whoever gets drafted, we're going to pay for your house. We're going to pay for your food. We're going to pay for your lifestyle expenses. We're going to pay for travel. Obviously we're going to pay for uh, health and health care, all this stuff. Like th there are things that they can do to make it worthwhile for the player that says, 
hell no, I don't want to live my life overseas. Especially, Steve, I think the one thing that's being overlooked, yeah, the quarterback and the star receiver could have that mantra. But what about the third string left tackle? That's what true. about the third string running back? You know, if, if he was going to make a million two in the States and they say, hey, we'll double your salary if you play in Europe and give you all these lifestyle expenses that for the NFL would be pennies dropped out of out of a hat uh, to take care of that for one team or two teams, you know, you yeah. can make it work. Right. Although I will, I'll counter that by saying, do you want to build a team of guys that you're overpaying for, for the third guy on the depth chart? Then you're, are you throwing money at players just because they have nowhere else to go? Then you're, you know, you're building the expansion Browns that, you know, as a to Browns start, fan, you're still to working start. to get away from. Yeah, no, to start yeah. for sure. But obviously the goal being after you've been established for, five years, 10 years as a franchise through the draft and through, you know, pumping up the benefits of doing so eventually you become a a destination sort of by osmosis. That's, that's what I think the goal would eventually be for a team to be how either housed or started overseas. So, all right. Our first little PTI style (laughs) debate here. Well, unfortunately, well, you know what, if we're still doing the off air podcast by the start of 2030, one of two (laughs) things has either happened. Everything has gone horribly wrong or it's gone (laughs) perfectly correct. And we are, we are an empire. So time will tell. Yeah, we, we shall see. All right. Give it to me one last time, Steve. There it is. Transition. I, I like saying it sometimes too, you know. Just, I know. Now I feel like that's something that's an element that we have to keep. Yeah. The people demand it.